this shit now. All right. All right, we got Nas Leber in the building. Nas hey, hey, what up, what up? Shout out. Uh, the illusion. Oh, you can still sell illusion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For forever. Forever. Um, hell yeah. Shout out Mid Beats. This is still this is my shit. Uh, I want to talk a little bit like let's go into the the, the, the process of uh, like making this music. I want to let this ride out though for a little bit to let people hear the shit. Man, I gotta start doing like in studio performances and shit. You know, yeah, exactly. Sponsored by Bel Air, you know. Ofi- unofficially, officially sponsored by Bel Air. <laughs> you know, we still trying to get that. Uh, I, I, I talk. I, uh, I had Radmus on the first episode, and uh, we always. Uh, he said he had like a, uh, a Bel Air connect, and I've been like, like yo, I need to get that. Let's get that. Shout out Radmus. Yo, I need Let's to get, get a couple of black bottles sent to my house. You know what I mean? Hell like yeah, black yeah. bottle boys. Yeah, that's been my vibe lately, man. Yeah. I'm trying to chill with um, with tequila and all of that. Go from like the 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 angry drugs to the to the happy drugs, you know. Yeah, see, I can't the, do tequila, man. <laughs> I like, mean, I, I love, I love, I love, uh, I love all of it, but like, you know, the champagne shrooms vibes. Yeah, nice little vibe. Yo, the sh- <laughs> the shrooms, man. Don't get me started, bro. <laughs> I love a good microdose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, microdose tonight. <laughs> see where it goes. Me too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Nas, welcome to the Bow Whatever Podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. It's good to have you, man. Uh, we've known each other for a while, uh, 2013, 2014-ish. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, we met each other as as DJs. Yeah, man. Those were good times. Good good, good times. The, the fucking uh, speakeasy, Brooklyn, DIY Yeah, times. I feel like, yeah, yo, that's, that's, I feel like, well, now I think it's 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 only right because everybody's kind of like elevated in their game that it's not so much like yeah. this DIY scene anymore. For sure, I'm but sure that was there is one too. No, there definitely is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, it was going young people. Like, that's what I'm saying. Going back to yeah. like 2013 and 2014, like these warehouse parties in the dojo, oh, yeah. and like you know all these different little hole in the wall spots that oh, everybody yeah. performed at. I remember. Were you at the show? Uh, There's like a venue on. We did. It was uh, when I was DJing for IOD. Um, it was on Halloween. Or the day before Halloween, it was in a basement, like dirt ground and shit, like right on a, a venue on Broadway on the corner. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, fucking. It's um, when he he dropped that track Ebola. I yo, it was. I don't know if you remember that. I'm trying to remember the name. It was like Palace or Palladium something like that. Is yeah, it's like it was like right there on Broadway. Yeah, there was a lot of spots, man. Even before, yo, uh, shout out Apostrophe Keith Smith. Shout out um, two eighty five Kent. I remember, I remember back then, fucking McKibben Lost was like, yo, popping off. Yo, you know, you know what uh, place is still popping off? The Tea Factory. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those places still, <laughs> still are. go. Just, they still yeah. go, bro. I was just, yo, come clean. I was just underage, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yo, whatever we could do. Yeah, like, I'm down to do it. And um, shit, we we were just like in homies' cribs throwing parties and shit and like charging at the door. Yeah, that was like bread and butter at the time yeah well talk to me talk to me a little bit about like uh how you came into the the dj world i mean i mean it what like i said it was this whole diy scene so it was like we were you know we really were doing it and trying to you know save a buck yeah 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 and for uh sure. and, um yeah well yes saving a buck that that's how it, that's how it started because i would throw uh i would throw shows uh with my boy solomon Fi. Uh, shout out to Solomon Five. Yeah, shout out Solomon, man. I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, man. Um, we would just we would throw shows, and um, we didn't have a DJ, or we didn't like know. We didn't. We either didn't know, or didn't want to like have to pay for a DJ. Yeah. And I knew how to. I knew how to DJ because when I was younger, I took some classes at like Scratch Academy, and like, um, just like was exploring that shit on my own because I just like that. Um, and I would I would just play shit from my computer. Um, with with the Serato box into like a mixer, I yeah. didn't have the whole shit. Um, and as Scratch was where you you said you, you were, we'll talk about this later. But like how you you switched over to CDJs. Um, oh, that that's. But recent. how was it? Yeah, I know. That's but how was recent. it at? How was it at Scratch Academy? What were they using? Controllers? No, they were. That was. Uh, they had. The vi- I have a. I have a vinyl setup. It's. It's, uh, been, broke, it's been broken since like twenty. I want to say like 13 yeah <laughs> so i haven't used otherwise i would use vinyl more but 
um yeah i had i had a vinyl set up and then i was moving around in the bronx and um this shit broke so then uh yeah i i just i had figured out how to do it internally and then i was doing that with the serato box um and then eventually my serato box broke mm. um and i was just focused on on music completely i mean I, I always was like the dj shit was just like for fun yeah um and then my boy put me on a virtual dj so i was words <laughs> yeah that's where i learned too bro yeah. i learned on virtual dj in my dorm room yeah you shout know out, what i mean shout out mike snell he, he put me he literally gave me virtual dj and was like yo Fuck with this shit. Yeah, just have I had the Hercules, uh, the Hercules MX or whatever that shit was. Yeah, it was like yeah. a super small little controller, bro. It was so yeah, shitty. I had some like, uh, I don't know. It was like Vistax. It, it was some like really cheap shit. I don't yeah. even know if they make it anymore. But um, and then I, I learned how to do it like on the laptop, just in because that shit wasn't like working for me. Um, and and I don't I don't even know like I would do shows and then after the shows I would play music and that ended up becoming like a highlight of the night and people started turning up for that and like expecting me to DJ after like the rap shows happened like, yeah, yeah, DJ. yeah yeah and then uh, I don't I I don't even remember when it led to like a gig and somebody being like yo come DJ here mm -hmm. and I used to have like I used to have, I used yo I was straight up in the club fucking with my laptop and an aux in like a professional club with like CDJs <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Like, and I was fucking typing, <laughs> like, I look like I'm like hacking the mainframe and what shit. What were you doing? What were you doing? You were just switching songs on the phone? Virtual, just nah, doing virtual DJ. Oh, and I, was, oh, I just oh, knew oh. all the shortcuts. It was like playing a video game or some yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was making it work. The key commands and shit. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah. was like, yo, bro, like, you need to like level your shit up because your your taste is dope and your transitions are good but you're like doing it on a you can't do this you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah i remember i went to a few spots and they didn't have an oxford and i just couldn't dj and i was like man i gotta i gotta cut this shit out okay. i invested in a controller yeah i was doing that for for like years i was on a controller i used to fucking show up to like shitty bushwick bars with like I had the I had the whip, so I had the With PA little, system, little P everything. Oh, yo! Remember, I get, didn't I sell you the PA when I moved you to Florida? Did sell right? me my PA. Yeah, when <laughs> I moved to right. Florida, bro. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah, I bought it from you. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was fucking lugging that shit around yeah. all the time. And Hell then, yeah! And I stopped. I stopped doing that. I was not getting paid enough to do that shit. I was like, man, I'm fucked that. Yeah. But I had the big army bag with my controller, and it was maybe like literally like. I want to say like four months before the pandemic, my boy was like, "Yo, you're a clown!" Like he was showing up to gigs with just the USB. Yeah, and he was like, "You could just learn how to CDJ," and I was like, "Man, fuck it, I'm gonna do it." Yeah, Not now, shit, I'm I'm ready to DJ right now if I needed a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like in New York, there's everywhere has CDJs, but like, you know, like I went to Dallas recently, and everything you need a controller. Yeah. So, in New York, I'm did you good. Did, were you, did you bring your controller with you when you went out to Dallas? Nah, I was finessing it. Yeah. I, I was doing it internal, like with the aux, but through record box. Uh, I figured out. The, okay. Yeah, I was I was typing again. The word. <laughs> how what how was the Dallas trip? Oh, that was amazing. What's um, like the what what part of uh, you were in Dallas? But I was about to say what part of Texas were you in? Uh, what is like the Dallas scene like? Because I hear so much about Austin. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's like where you know young people are moving, and there's like this whole like congregation of like young artists and like big. You know, I know somebody else that lives out there who's a who's a rapper, and uh, yeah. I was in. Yeah, I'm interested. What is Dallas actually like? I mean, you know, that that was my first trip, and I was there for a week, so I'm sure there's a lot more to explore. But um, you know, my big bro um, Brandon Blue uh, invited me out there, and he was there with his brothers, uh, Blue the Great um, and Stony Blue okay and uh, a bunch of blues all the blue brothers all the blue brothers yeah yeah yeah. mad love for them um they should do a, a cover with like the blues brother you know what <laughs> i mean did, like well they did an event tape. called shades of blue out there okay and, and i yeah they, they invited me to come through i, I dj'd a few of, i don't i don't remember if i dj'd that one but i dj'd like a few events out there with them and uh it was dope because in dallas everybody it like you know in new york i could have a sold out event line down the street you know all these like influencers and yeah. people are there and like you think it's the most lit shit that ever happened and that's happening at like six different venues in the same area in the same borough yeah so it's like in other cities like dallas like 
that this is like the most lit shit happening. That's what I'm saying. It's the, it's the one spot. It's like yeah. that's where you're going. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah, which, okay. which was really cool because then the whole scene gets behind. Everybody like supports each other a lot. Yeah, a lot differently because people support each other here, but everyone's DJing at the same time. Everybody's doing shit at the same time, so yeah. it's kind of hard. You you do support, but kind of from like a distance. That's how it was in Miami too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you DJed when you were down there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I love Miami. <laughs> I mean, Miami's sick. Uh, Florida sucks, but like. You know, I'm from Florida, but uh, they have Miami's like exceptions cool. all over the place. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like Miami's cool for a little while, but down there, the scene is you know it's it's very much like the same DJs kind of like congregating to one spot and like like they all support each other. They're yeah. always like always on the same bill. Yo, I'm not gonna you know hold I mean? you because um, I was I was really in in the deep bellum area of of Dallas most of the time, and it, it reminded me so much of of like Winwood. Really? Yeah, and the DJ scene in Winwood because, you know, like you know how it is. It's like kind of like the booming like art, the art district. Area, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and like all the cool bars are there, and all the, it's like the same DJs DJing like every week, and they all like fuck with each other and like. Yeah, there. It's like that's like a that's great. You know, I, I think that's great as like a DJ, but as like the consumer, it yeah. kind of gets old because it's like it's these. That's what what the one thing that I like about New York and how you said the DJs could be DJing at any time, like at all different places throughout the city, at the, you know, at the same night. Yeah. But the thing is, is like in Florida, I felt like, or in Miami, I can't say all of Florida, but like in Miami, I felt like it was like a different party under a different name, but the same crowd. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get that. You know what I'm sure. saying? It's it was like it was the same DJs just under a different name at a different location. Yeah. And it was just like a traveling Well, that, that's what's cool about here, I guess. Because, like, um, I mean, a lot of the times it is, because I'll bring my same crowd, but but I I feel like I can tap into new crowds yeah, and, like, reach out into new places if I wanted to. Um, and but, the, the cool thing, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. The cool thing of, uh, about New York, too, is that there's a scene for everybody. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're into techno, there's the techno DJs, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that are, like, house. They're, like, For you sure. can go to these spots. You want to go some rap shit, like, you can go there, you know? Yeah. That's what's cool about here, you know? But that's what's cool about, like, you know, traveling and, and going back and forth because, like I said, like, I wasn't, in, like, in Texas, I wasn't there long enough. Um, and even in Miami, like, where I've been is wherever I got, like, put on to, you know? So yeah. I, I'd be really curious to find those scenes and, like, I'm sure, I'm sure you know, there's... There's people everywhere that like all types of shit. You know, I'm sure there's like a a, a Dallas techno scene. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, 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 I'm sure. You know? and it's it's just like meeting those people because like here, um, even if even if you like don't meet those people, there's places that focus on that. Yeah, and it sounds like in in from what I see, it looked like in in places like Miami or like, um, in Dallas, there's not a place like designated for that, but you got to like find the people it's like the inverse you got to find the people where yeah. here like you go to those places and you're going to just find those people yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know one thing i, w I want to like pick your brain about and this is something i think that we both can like kind of understand you know with like djing i mean i think i think it's like just in general but like i felt like my big problem with djing out here was like one like i'm not really the type of dude to have like I want I go places by myself you know what I mean yeah. or like with one person you know what I mean like that's yeah, just yeah. how I am so I'm not the type of person that's gonna like bring a crowd of pre people with me and shit and I felt like at one point like one of the things that turned me off the DJing here was, was just like how many people I get it from a business side like yo how many people are you gonna bring here because yeah. we need to make money you know yeah, yeah. but at the, at some points I'm like yo this is kind of like it's kind of like a like it's taking you like you're you're an artist and 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 want to be treated like that and not as like a promoter. Yeah, it's like yeah. yo, it's like yo, my music is dope. Like the spot is already sure, popping, sure. so it's like, why do I need to bring thirty people? Well, honestly, like, and especially now that shit's reopened, it's a good time to be that kind of DJ because yeah, um, you know, I've I've been I've for years I've been in the realm of having to bring people out and doing like weekday events where I, I am getting judged based on my ability to bring people in set a vibe um so now you know i can i can do that but i've also been playing at a lot of spots where if anything they're like don't bring people yeah yeah like send me like a 10 people guest list you know yeah. if, if you, try to keep it light five even and like you know i, I straight up have been at, at certain spots where i'm like yo i'm sorry y'all can't come like, yeah no i just felt like <laughs> yeah i felt like it was kind of it was like kind of becoming like a popularity contest it was like yeah. yo 
you're popping. Yeah, it was basically like hiring promoters to DJ. Well, you know, that's, that's always going to be the case because it's like, um, you know, with, with any with anything in the entertainment field, that's that that is a factor that gets um, that is considered when people are hiring. Um, and but there there are avenues for new. The thing is, is it, you know, and this is the shit that kind of sucks. It is like a who you know thing because yeah, like, yeah. if you know the right person, there are venues where they already have a crowd and they don't really need you to bring people and they mm. just want you to keep their crowd there. And then you could use those places to kind of build up your audience and then go to a place that does want you to bring people and yeah. be like, you know, I could do that. Um, but, you know, it, it really just, yeah, everybody wants the, the, the cool people. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's and I get it. Game. Like, there's, there's parts of me that, yeah. that I mean... I understand the business side of things, but yeah. it's just like, damn, it's like, you know, how can you switch? Like, cause you, it would be like me or like somebody that feels the same way. It's like, yo, you gotta like switch your whole personality and yeah. like, I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't like, yeah. I had to learn that shit the hard way. Be yeah. that the, the mixy dude. You know what I'm saying? For like sure. you'll see me at a lot of shit, yeah, but I might yeah, only yeah. be by myself or with one person. And yeah, I might yeah. just be like, I'm gonna show up to this event. And I know I'm gonna know some people there. So it is what it is. Like, you know. Dude, when I when I when I like started or like planning events, because for me that pressure came because I was trying to I, like nobody was trying to let me in. I, I basically like I was going to all these unknown places where, you know, I'm trying to break even. Yeah, and, like begging friends to come and shit, and I'm not, and I and I was not like now I I'm like completely different than I was like 2014, 2015. I was not. Mixy, I was not trying to talk to like if I don't know you, I don't really fuck with you. I don't yeah, want to talk to you. Um, and then you know I had like mentors around me who kind of did that for me. I just had to like show up and do what I had to do, you know. And when they were leaving town and they were out of town, um, it put me in a position where like fuck, like I gotta eat, like I gotta find a way to make this happen and uh, change my personality to like get people to come out otherwise like i can't do this like yeah. i can't sell tickets to a show that i'm performing at i can't dj i can't do none of that if i can't get people to come out um and i would be like sweating like like fucking anxious like man i hope people come I hope people yeah come. right and like yo people would feel that energy and and when they did come they just weren't enjoying themselves because they could tell i wasn't enjoying myself so i i completely stopped giving a fuck and yeah. i was just like you know what i'm gonna just play for myself play music that i like make sure i enjoy it and it was mad weird because like i started noticing the people who did come they felt like they were in this like exclusive club of like all right we're just here to like vibe with this music yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're here together and that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah if you got it if you got great music taste like it's yeah. like if you build it they will come type shit yeah, you know what i'm saying like, like that one dude at the bar who like was was just having an extra drink and was like yo i was i was gonna leave but like this that shit, shit is yeah, so yeah. dope like I, i'm you know let me get your shit i'm coming again yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and now i would just focus on those people and it would be like it'd be empty it'd be like five people in the in the venue it'd be like three people there you know and i'm like disappointed but like really just trying not to think about it just like all right i'm gonna just get fucked up and like vibe out <laughs> yeah and uh before i started before i you know before long like people started coming more because you know they were telling their friends they're like yo his music is dope you should come check it out like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's gonna be some low-key shit but like we'll come here and then we'll go there and then like people started coming and then people started staying and then before long the audience started building but it was only when i stopped really thinking about it and then i started gassing so i started going to like venues that were popping mm -hmm. only wanted to fuck with popping and showing them footage of like my friends events and like <laughs> you know being like yo i did this yeah shit. like look what i did <laughs> and, 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 like my homies who did do the event is like oh, you can use it. don't worry like I'm, i'll back you up on it yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all right cool cool so they're like damn like he's, he's popping i need to fuck with him and i'm and i'm like yeah 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 and then you know the, the day comes and I don't bring 600 people, but they're like, yo, I, I see the work ethic. Like, I'm going to help you. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. You know? That's and then, funny. And then, yeah, just ran with that yeah. consistently. I want to I wanna kind of, like, jump back for a second because we're talking about, like, you know, bringing crowds out and shit like that. I want to go back to, like, how important the, uh, the uh, yeah, you're good. Don't worry about it. The, uh, the dojo days were. Like, because yeah. those parties were packed the fuck out. Yo, honestly, like how did how did that happen? Like, was it just because we were having rappers perform? Like, to be honest, it wasn't even like respectfully. And I got mad love for them and shout out them, and they had done some pretty awesome stuff. Um, but like, 
before the dojo, we had apostrophe. And we okay, had, yeah. Let me hear about apostrophe because I that's one. I wasn't here. Like I was here in New York for that, but yeah. I was late. I think I came at the end of that because you guys so, ha actually had a location, right? Yeah, it, la yeah, it lasted for like a year, literally. Okay. A year. Um, it was from uh, I want to say September 2012 to September 2000. Literally on the on the birthday, it was like September 3rd of uh, of apostrophe. Fucking like ten. Uh, police cars, two fire trucks, a fire marshal came, shut it down, kicked everybody out, put a sign on the door. If you even walk in this building, like you're trespassing, you're gonna go to jail. Yeah, cause it was mad illegal. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a crib like on Cornelia and Irving. That it used to be like, I don't know if it was like a laundromat or like a Chinese spot or whatever. And and the landlord was like renting it out like as rooms, and it was kind of sketchy. Yeah, and um, yo, we straight up had. We, we had an art gallery on the main floor and we had a trap door that led to a basement where we like had all these artists like Love Child and all these other people come and paint and we do shows there. And we, we built like a, a weird compartment where behind the painting you roll up the painting and there's a full bar. Word. So we had all these mechanisms to like hide that we were doing parties. Yeah. yeah at yeah. this time there was like a special police force in Bushwick for speakeasy parties. Because there were so many. They were cracking down on that shit. It was like before it's what it is now, you know, it was still kinda of the hood. I mean, it's still the hood, but like it was it was more so. Um and yeah, we were throwing art galleries and then we'd do like after hour shit. We'd have shit going. We'd be we would have a art gallery from six to eight and then a party from like six to like eleven. Yeah. And a party from eleven to three. Then we'd have a party from three to maybe like eleven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody's out by twelve p.m. Maybe sleep like a couple hours. Yeah, take some Molly, get up and clean, and like get ready for the next day. We were, and I was like seventeen. I like I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. fucking dropped out of. I, I was like eighteen. I was like you know, dropped out of college to like do this shit because it was like mad fun. We had like, yo, I'm saying we had like 17 year old like high school kids from that to like nyu professors yeah like people from the bronx from queens from all over the place yeah we're coming to this shit regularly and it was lit we had like classic acts like rat king performed there mm -hmm. uh like wiki and, and hawk um sporting life we gabriel garcia montano performed there yo shout out to him man i remember yeah. i saw i forgot the first place i saw him at but then he got on that i, I remember seeing him I think it was at a cipher league or some some yeah, shit well, event. Yeah, because he was friends with he's, he went to he went to college with I guess with Key. Or he's friends with Key. Yeah, and he would perform at Posture all the time. Word. Like I'm saying, we did shows like no one was there except for like our girlfriends and like our friends we came with. And yeah, no one was there, and he's like, or it's like a party, and he's like singing lullabies, you know, like, <laughs> rocking real slowly, and like yeah. Everybody's fucking with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Topaz Jones. We had, like, a lot of acts, you know? That was basically our, our hub. So, The Illusion, all the shows we used to do, like, we were doing it out of there. Um, and then, at, when it when it ended was around the same time that Cypher League, like, they, they, I guess some of them would come to our shit and, like, fucked with it and they wanted to do it. And they set up there. They had, like, a crib where, like, seven or eight of them were living and, they, like, it was big enough. The dojo. And, that's what i yeah keep going so, yeah yeah and so they they basically like piggybacked off it so when it ended that became they offered their space to like let us work out of there and do shit there because okay. they wanted to do like an artist hub thing and then when apostrophe ended they were like all right let's keep this going yeah so then we were doing shows there and we kind of just moved it there bro i remember my first time walking into this house dude yo the whole apartment, every inch, there's not even one space that wasn't covered in graffiti or yeah. like some sort of spray paint or like, too. dude, there's like <laughs> a big Bach Red Bull, big like, in, yeah. yeah, Red Bull inflatable beer just hanging it. And then it's like a stairwell going up into like all I, the I lived bedrooms. in that house for a bit, yeah. Bro, when I walked <laughs> in that bathroom, chaotic. I'm like, yo, this shit must be crazy. It's uh, just, it was one, it was like a big ass bathroom with just a tub in the middle, right? Yeah. And then the shower was just like you just stood there and you just showered. Yo, it was some ratchet shit, and and the homies were still like, you know, bringing girls back to the crib and shit. I was like, how? Yeah, how? <laughs> respect. Yeah, like we were all winning at the time. Yeah. I was like, how are we doing this? Like, this is insane. It's, it was so dirty. Yeah, because we would we throw parties all the fucking time. Shout yeah, out, shout out to Devon, Tattoo. Um, 
I said, I'm, I'm forgetting people, but you know, much love to all. Yeah, y'all. shout out Cipher League, you know, Cipher League in general. Because those records. were those were some of my favorite parties. But I will say one thing: I was sweating my ass off when oh, I was in man. those fucking parties, dude. Oh, we were wild. It was out, just man. full of weed smoke. Everybody sweating. Yeah, yeah. People are dancing. Yeah. But yeah. that it takes me back to that one time. Like I don't know if you remember this one. It was when there was a couple people performing, and uh, IOD performed. That's why I definitely was. DJing for him, yeah. but then we DJed side to side. I don't know if you remember that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just you were playing one track, and then I was like, "Oh, what's he playing?" And then I'm we going my shit. And we were going back to back. We were just trading <laughs> songs. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That shit was, was so fun. fun, bro. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, there were some great times, man. Like re- really fun times. Um, that's like where I met Radam is, and yeah, I, same. I, yeah. Well, I don't know because I used to do those. I never met you when I was like doing my radio show and uh who's on deck or whatever and we um used to do ciphers on brooklyn college campus oh weird. and then we eventually like moved them onto rooftops and we had hood chef come cook for us and shit oh sh- i actually heard of those yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah. Out hood chef. shout out hood chef he's over in uh he's over in la i don't know if he's in la but he's in california doing um because yeah. him and all his boys are all about weed and shit so now they have uh funhouse edibles so i think he's got weird. like a, a company out there yeah that he's yeah. like promoting and shit it's like drip cat Hell and yeah, like all these yeah. like different fucking Kit Kat uh, edibles and all these different things and I, shit. I was a youngin when they were like out making moves like in Harlem and in, in, in the city and shit. I was like I must have been like seventeen when I yeah. When I met when I met Hood Chef, I uh, he was living with um he was living right there on Knickerbocker right next to Urban Jungle, oh, with right. uh Cole's produ- J Cole's producer um Elite. Where? Yeah, he was living Word. in he was living with Elite. And uh, they used to do like little parties or whatever. But I met him on my show. He like came on to my show, and then he invited us to like his little restaurant that he kind of like ran his tiger sandwiches through the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He like has like his own sauce, so- like his own special sauce, and it's just like it's it's just all about like their whole thing is like positivity and shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but they're dumb. all like cool ass dudes. Yeah. And uh, that was like one of like my real first like introductions to like the the Bushwick scene. You know, because right. at that time I was living in Flatbush. Yeah. I was like going to Brooklyn College, or I had maybe had just graduated after that, or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was still, you know, I was still in college because we I met him on the show for sure. But uh, yeah, I was, I mean, I was brand new to Bushwick back then. Where I'd never been in that. Wait, area. so when I met you, how old were you in 2012, 2013? In 2014, 13. I, I think I was like 19. What? Yeah. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was like, I just turned 19, or I was 18, or I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, I was, I was, yeah. Yeah, yo, we were we were wilding out. It was it was uh it was good it was good times, chaotic times. What was uh most beautiful about it in my memory was just um the raw hunger that everybody had. We were right? like all starving. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a miserable thing though. It was like Everybody was like in yeah, everybody was like enjoying their time, like just being able to to, you know, like yeah. be exposed. Bro, we were on to some a crowd. like Lost Boy shit, like fucking Peter Pan shit, bro. We were yeah. just like doing this crazy shit. We knew it wasn't gonna like last forever and like um we wanted to go further. Yeah. Um and we, we all did. We all managed to do that. But um at the time, man, I remember like I could only like afford like a quarter cake and like hot chocolate <laughs> yeah like bacon egg and cheese every fucking day I was yeah like, you know but we were like happy and like doing fun shit and like yeah it was fun man uh well you what what would you say like do you have any like complaints about like that well first off i, I you know i want to i want to go maybe because i'm not like tapped into it enough you know what i mean but like i wonder what the underground like kind of like diy scene is looking like now you know I'm, what I'm saying I'm like no you idea. have no idea, right? I, no I don't idea. really. I just know this. I know that um, through the pandemic. Um, I mean, as this is not like pretty to, to say. Um, after once all the protests started happening and all the marches and like people were more outside and yeah, um, for whatever cause it was, right? Like everybody understood that the way COVID works. You know, the way a virus works, where we're talking about, like, it gets transmitted through, like, air and breathing and shit. Yeah. You know, whether you're marching for a good cause or not, being in a big group of people, even if you have a mask, is still dangerous. Yeah. Um. So once we were all doing that and protesting a lot, we kind of felt comfortable throwing parties now. And yeah. And, like, mobilizing yeah. people for that. Um. We were essentially doing the same shit, but with, like, a sound system. Um. 
everybody was still pretty distanced. Everybody was still doing their thing. But like, you know, and once that started happening, it was kind of crazy because I hadn't seen this in a long time. Because I, I feel like um, wh whether it's that the community of artists and DJs grew up and started only being in clubs mm -hmm. or that the DIY scene for like a few years was kind of not popping off. I don't know what it was. But I'd been, I hadn't seen anything like that in a while. And for the first time in years, I was like, damn, this feels like when I was like 18, 17. Yeah, because like, everybody was excited. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody was just genuinely excited. They and weren't it was even... Illegal. And it was illegal as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. And into fucking, like, you know, Renegade, all Bushwick Grant. We were doing all these crazy parties and like... um breaking into lots and yeah bringing sound systems and fucking thousands of people what was that tell up. me tell me about that i mean because i know i remember i'm yo i'm an early bird man like i can't stay out till four or five o'clock in the morning <sighs> like some of these young boys man i can't do it anymore like three o'clock is like i'm out like yeah that's like that's like when i'm partying like i, I have too much energy man <laughs> three o'clock like yo if, if i'm getting home and i hear birds chirping my anxiety is fucking through the ceiling oh, i bro. mean well i agree with you you know what i'm saying i agree with you on that if, but, if i see the sun coming up i see some somebody taking a child to school yo i'm like <sighs> What am I doing with my life, son? Yeah, I need to go shit. home. I need, I need to go to, to sleep. I need to call my call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, go to church or but, some shit. But talk to me, because it, it was like, it was before things opened up. And then I saw you at that club in um in Greenpoint. What's the name of that shit? Uh, it's got the back and it's got the secret room in it. Uh, oh, There's a few. There's a few of those. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn, what's the name of this shit? See, it's the, got like the, the secret room part throwing me off. I'm in Greenpoint. It's like right there on Greenpoint on Manhattan Ave. Pony Boy. Pony Boy. There Pony you go. See, yeah, there we go. Pony Boy. Shout out Pony Boy. Pony Boy. I got an event coming up at Pony Boy soon. I fuck with Pony Boy. My Pony boy, Pony like boy. who I went there, he brought me there. It was my first time ever there. He knows the owner, James. Shout out James. Yeah, 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 and he like hooked us up or whatever, and like we got in, blah blah blah. But this was like before things had opened up. And yeah. like how things were at like twenty five percent capacity and shit. I went into Pony Boy and it was like COVID didn't even exist. You I mean, know what I'm saying? There's a lot of places doing that. Um, it's more so like I don't know, man. There's a lot of ideas and thinking about that. And um I think everybody's right to think what they want to think. Yeah, um, but the the point I wanted to get to was I've been seeing a lot more of like I feel like I've been seeing a lot more of this lately, but you had I had known about it before you told me about it, but like that 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 warehouse party that happened on the railroad tracks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you guys were you guys DJing out of U-Haul trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, we yeah we have a truck. <laughs> yeah. We set up. We brought a sound. It like I think like 2,500 people came. That's what I'm saying. We saw it on TikTok. That's how I knew it was lit. Yeah. Was like, damn. And no cops shut it down. Right. Not until he went till four in the morning before cops shut it down. And I think it's because there was like a fight or something on like yeah. the outskirts of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tell me about that though, because like I didn't like I said, I saw you there and you were like, "Yo, we're about to go. I'm about to go DJ at this party." And I think it was like one thirty, two o'clock. I'm like, yeah. oh, "Man, I yeah. don't know oh, if I, I can I hang, bro." Pony Boy before. Yeah, right? I saw yeah. you at Pony Boy, and you were leaving. You were like, "Yo, we're about to go DJ this party." I'm like, "Yeah, I know about it, man. I don't know if I can make it though, bro." Yeah, like, that shit was crazy. Um, that shit was crazy. Uh, but like, I feel like. I've been seeing it, well, I mean, because we had to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's all we had, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But those parties are, like, so much better than... Of course, the, because it's, it's free, it's for the people, it's out in the open. It's illegal again, you know what it's I'm saying? It's There's that little thrill. Yeah. All, all my 30-year-old friends are, like... <laughs> to, to yeah, shout out! I'm 30, man. You know, what I'm you saying? Know? big three. I kind of love to see it. You know, we're all like grown ass people, like 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 we're in like high school again. Like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Here it was, yo. It reminded me. It reminded me of. Uh, it reminded me of high school. We used to. I don't know if you you've been to Florida, but I don't know if you ever been to like Publix. Yeah, yeah, you know Publix, I right? Love, yeah, I love the Publix. sandwiches there are fire. Everybody yeah, knows about Publix. Everybody, pub subs, baby. Know about the pub, subs. pub subs, baby. Yeah, but uh, when I was in high school. Uh, they used to have warehouses like over off this road called Hillsboro, and we used to party there like in the back of their warehouses, oh, and it was shit. like a huge high school party spot. And like we had that shit for like every weekend yeah. until like maybe for like a month Something until like, like other rival high schools started coming and people started like getting in fights or like arguments, you know, high school it, shit. It got too hot. Yeah. But it like reminded me like shit like that 100%. reminded me and it brought me back to that. I was like, yo, this is dope. I yeah, love this shit. All the rooftop parties, all the 
Yeah, I mean, I love that shit. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so used to like being in a bar mm. or, or like, like there's no, there's not really any like clubs in in New York right now. Um, everything's like a bar that has like a DJ setup. Yeah, and like people are like, that's the, cl- it's not the club, and like it, really to get that feeling that I used to get from like what I would consider like a club experience or like a real like rave or like, you know. What, I, what would be like a fun party for me is like, yeah, that, that whole element of like free or even if there is a cover, there's just like a certain freedom in the, in the environment. There's a freedom yeah. of the kind of music that gets to get played and the artistry of the DJs and um, allowing them to basically have free reign. Um, That's what, have you run into that a lot? Like uh, I remember my worst experience ever, I DJed uh, Miami Gold, which is a strip club. In my in Miami, obviously, and uh, it was dope because there was a porn star there. It was uh Veronica Rodriguez. Oh shit! Yeah, she was like the <laughs> nice. she was giving that look. Like what? What? It was the worst experience. Ever. It was the worst experience <laughs> of my I love life Veronica as Veronica Rodriguez. <laughs> no, she was dope. Like shout out Veronica V Rod. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yo, shout out V Rod, man. You know, but uh, <laughs> let me apologize to my girl. <laughs> hey, man. I never. It's met a public her. domain. It's the internet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, but no, like I, I DJed a, a strip club once, and honestly, it was like it made me a term because I had DJed like a couple of clubs before that, like nothing crazy. I DJed Katra or whatever. Oh shit! Where yeah, I DJed that. IOD performed there one night, and then they let me DJ for like two hours or whatever. I did Santos Party House. Oh wow! Yeah, throwback. Yeah. throwback. yeah, throwback. Yeah. But when I was when I was DJing at uh, the strip club, I was playing a lot of shit that like you don't really hear DJs playing like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of DJs weren't playing it. And like, that's kind of like the same shit with you. Like you play a lot of stuff that's not going to be normally played by like a top 40 DJ, right? B-sides. Exactly. It should be, I mean, I'm not saying it should be B-sides, but I prefer the B-sides. Whatever you like, you know? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I kept running into the fucking guy, the, the, uh, like the host or whatever. And he kept fucking, first off, I used to, I had like my boy who was a promoter for that club would keep coming up to me. He was like, yo, the girls are loving the music, bro. Like, it's so it's different like they're yeah, they're yeah. fucking with it it's like putting them in a good vibe and i would hear that in my left ear and then in my right ear i had like the the host of my shit being like classic story yeah yo you gotta play like top 40 stuff bro like yeah, you gotta yeah, play yeah. a little bit more i'm like oh, man like if your girls are having fun like that's the point of what we're here for right like your girls should be feeling comfortable on stage yeah. and that like really turned me off to like yeah DJing I mean, I, clubs i i agree to understand that um there's there's a gig like, yeah there's a job where you're like a bartender, you're like a bouncer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're a DJ is hired, and and I'm cool with that. If you tell me in advance what you want me to play, because I don't want to show up. You hired me knowing how I play, and then I show up, I play what I play, and then you're like, oh, why are you not playing this? You never told me to play that shit. Yeah. If you tell, if you want to do that, tell me what to play. But I, I kind of know the difference between like you know a gig job. Where I'm like, right, I'm gonna get my money. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna do my shit. I'm, I'm out. You know, yeah. versus like, all right, I'm throwing a party or like we're doing some shit for the culture. We're going to play whatever. No, I mean, I'm already no request, but like, especially like, no, yeah, don't even definitely. come up to me. With well, have you ever, I, I'm definitely no request too, but like sometimes it, it's hard. It's, you don't want to be a dick. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a dick. <laughs> I've, it. I've worked mad hard to be a dick. I'm yeah. a fucking asshole with that shit. Yeah. I'll be like, yo, um. I'll be like, yo, go on this website. You learn how to DJ. You could fucking, yeah. You could play whatever the fuck you want. Yo, but I will say one thing. Like, I'm I I barely ever. I used to barely ever take requests, but sometimes somebody would hit me with requests, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Well, I mean, you know, when I want to be nice, when I want to be nice, because like, you know, if I see it, it's like a group of cute girls or whatever. You know, and I'm thinking about it strictly from, like, let's maintain this party, right? And yeah. Then, like, you know, they've been supporting the night. They've been chilling, whatever. They've been vibing out. And they're, like, nicely, politely asking. I'm not going to be like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> you know, but, but I'm going to be like, I mean, like, yo, look, I don't do requests, but but just out of curiosity, like, what what are you trying to hear? Yeah. And if it's, like, ridiculous, like, I'm like, eh. Yeah. I'll be like, I, if, if I get around to it, I'll do it. Yeah. That's usually actually that's mostly what I always say. I'm always like just listen I what might they put it say. on. I might put it on. Cuz sometimes and you know sometimes there's been a, there's been a situation where somebody told me to play the shit and I'm like 
Yeah, but sometimes I'm, I'm in a, I'm playing like house music and everybody's yeah. dancing to house music. And somebody, somebody tells you to play some rap me, shit. Can you play some real motherfucking G's by Dr. Dre? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing like Migos and Drake all night. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, can you throw on some Lady Gaga? I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Where is this coming from? Put on your headphones or like host at your fucking crib yeah, with your yeah, like yeah. NYU friends and like fuck off. Like, yeah. Don't come to the club with your notes. Yeah. What, like, are, what are some of like, what are some of like your, uh, more favorable spots to to DJ at right now in the city because um, I know you're at Kind Regards tonight. I love Kind Regards. I haven't been there in a minute, yeah. but Kind Regards is always a good vibe. Yeah, I mean, I mean the places I've been DJing a lot, like the most right now, um, Kind Regards, um, th their other bar, Dingling, <laughs> Dingling, yo, shout yeah. out Dingling. That's the funniest <laughs> fucking name. Yeah. My boy Max has like a part in that. He's the one who opened up Bandits too. I don't know if you oh, know word. Bandits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I we used to work together at this place called Gray Dog. I think he he helped open up Dingling too. Oh, yeah, he's friends with uh, Andy, right? Uh, I'm not sure. He's His name's Max, though. Yeah, yeah, Long yeah. hair. Okay, no, he's, he's somebody else I'm thinking of. But, yeah, but, yeah, But word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. I haven't been to Dingling Lounge. I, I kind of, I, I mean, respect to Mikey and Noble. I kind of like Dingling better than Kind Regards. Yeah? Like, it's a nice, okay. really cool spot. Um, But, they're, you know, all love to both those spots um but yeah i mean i you know th those are still like kind of gig jobs where i'm like mm. you know i go I, and i do my part and i kind of know how it works there and like respect the ecosystem of what it is yeah um cafe Azuli is dope because i can i can whenever i play there i can do it yo i tried to get in there the other night like the couple <laughs> weeks ago oh, it was like two or three weeks ago i think and the fucking line was like I down friends, the block and around the corner bro uh, i was like bro. that's one of those spots i tell my friends come at nine yeah and it starts at 10. i tried to tell them yo i tried to tell the people yeah. i was with i was like yo we got to get there early if yeah. you even want to get in like you, that's honestly the biggest headache but shout out to mark and cafe Azuli. but once you're in what's cool is you know like i have full freedom yeah i could do whatever the fuck i want and and i really love that yeah um there's another spot studio uh 220 um shout out you know gooey and why uh mellow um yo they're really good people they they run this like speakeasy spot it is really dope they got like a weed club it's it's all legit um, yeah really dope people um and then yeah man you know I kind of go where the where the wind blows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, uh, we used to be at Farewell every Wednesday, and then you'd pop into Farewell. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, cause shout out well, Farewell. Yeah, Ezra Bartons and yeah, yeah, my boy yeah. Marcus. Um, yeah, man. You know, whenever I'm free and whenever I have a night where I'm not like DJing, I'm like, I like the local bars and shit. Yeah. And Do you just carry your USB on you at all times? All times, man. You never yeah. know. I'll be because literally I'll be, and and before shit open up, I'd be chilling. Get invited to a friend's house. Well, there's some CDJs there. Work. I'm on. Yeah. I'm playing now. I'll go out. My friend's DJing. He's like, yo, I got to use the bathroom. You want to jump on for like 30 minutes? Yep. Yeah. I'm DJing. Yo, I used to, one thing that used to bother me about DJing is sometimes when I was DJing, I just wanted to be out there. <laughs> like, I wanted to be enjoying the shit that I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that happens sometimes. For me, honestly, and, and it's, this is, I mean, I don't think it's that depressing, but it's like, I'm like an introverted extrovert. Yeah. I like being out. I like partying, but I don't like being with everyone. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like with DJing, it's cool because I'm here with y'all. I'm in but the you're, party. You got your own but space. I'm behind this barrier. Yeah. And like I have every right to be like, don't fucking talk to me because yeah. I'm doing something right now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love that shit. I'll be there. I'm turned up, especially like if I did want to do like Molly or like some drugs or I'm gonna be in some other shit. I'm like, cool, I'm safe. I'm in my safe zone. <laughs> do you feel like you're able to perform, like, when you do shit like that? Do you think, does it ever, like, fuck you up? Or, like, because I know sometimes when I drank too much when I was DJing, I would fuck up. Um, You know, my girl says that Molly, I'm not as good on Molly. But she, said, <laughs> but she says she says I'm amazing off the shrooms. Where, yeah, yo, I, yeah. DJed a, I DJed an event off shrooms, like, couple, like a month ago. Yeah. My homie's ginger beer, like, punk company did, like, an opening... Word. at this little gallery on uh hester street oh, yeah. and i took a little i took a little mushrooms little like towards the end of my set and by the time like i got to like, the last hour they kicked in yeah and they were like, like yo i feel like a plant and i'm just like <laughs> fucking here and i'm and i don't even look at the room i'm just like in the fucking matrix yeah but honestly um i don't know man i treated all as like I, like you know you got to take things seriously but also 
don't take it too seriously because yeah. sometimes I get drunk and I'll do some shit like lower the music and be like, yo, shout out, shout out to me. Fuck <laughs> <all> <laughs> and my girl's like, shut the fuck up, yo, stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, but everybody's like laughing and shit. I'll be like, or I'll lower the music. I'll be like, yo, 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 I love you all, man. We ain't shit, but I love, I love all of you. Like, like, yo, we did this. My team did this, but we ain't shit. But yeah. It's all you. And like, I'll just say some like some you know something like a drunk person would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, how yeah. you go to somebody, you're like, "Yo, I love you, man." Like, <laughs> I be on the mic, like, "Yo, I love y'all. I love y'all so much." And like, my friends are like, "Yo, yo, just play the music. Shut the fuck up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I kind of embrace it. I like, I used to be embarrassed, and now I'm like, "Fuck like, it, bro. Just I who did gives that a shit, dude." Yo, last time I did that shit, people were like cheering and shit, and I and I was like, I was like. Like the next day, I saw a video of me, and I'm like, "Oh God, I'm so embarrassed." But, like, <laughs> but I was like, "Yo, but but people fuck with it though." Like, yeah, you know, like in my mind, it's some moody man shit, and mm -hmm. it's cool as fuck. But in reality, it's not. But I laugh. I, I laugh. Shit, I laugh bro? at myself. Who man. gives a I shit? I don't really care. Because nobody's being like, "Yo, you remember when Nas fucking said he loved everybody, but we ain't shit?" Like nobody's nobody's like going home like after the night after well, listening no, to the good I music. Say they ain't shit. I'll be like, I ain't shit. I'll be like, <laughs> Oh, I thought you said we ain't shit, even no, no, no. though we ain't shit. Or I'll like, be like, Or I'll be like, as a community, I'm like, you know, that's what I'm saying. We ain't shit. Like, hey, you know like, yo, we're all great. We ain't shit, but we all great. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Well, because I, I just try to uplift. You know what I'm saying? So like. You know, I remember when I was younger, I, I, I perform at rap shows and I see other rappers or like people being like, "Yo, why y'all not turning up? Like, y'all need to turn up. Like, fuck out of here. This crowd is white. Yeah. Like, why are you berating the audience? They're fucking listening to you. Like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Like, it, instead, I like talking. And I'm like, I'm with y'all. I'm like, all right, all right. I'll lower it to me. I'm like, all right, all right. What y'all want to hear? What y'all want to hear? I don't take requests, but for this like one for 30 seconds whoever's the loudest i'm gonna play the shit you want to hear yeah genres only don't tell me a specific song tell yeah, me what yeah. you want to hear i'm like i'll play it Yo, reggaeton. all right i'm playing reggaeton <laughs> y'all gonna have to live with that mm. you know what i'm saying i'll do some shit like that but like kind of make it interactive yeah um and just like you know remind everybody though i'm here with y'all like i'm not a fucking like robot yeah <laughs> well talk to me talk to me a little bit because like we mentioned earlier like you also make music too so yeah, like yeah. Tell me about like how you find like the balance between DJing and like actually wanting to perform like your music. Cause I mean, we could play more of your music. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, got yeah. you got a lot of recent projects and recent recent singles that you put out. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And it's dope. Like a lot of shit is dope. And um, so like, how do you figure out like what it is that you want to focus on? Is it just DJing right now, or uh, is I'm, it like I'm focused on on music? Just in general, that's it. Yeah, DJing just it doesn't it doesn't interfere because it's like it's a night. Yeah, um, you know I'm, I'm I'll be in the studio and I go to then I go straight to the club or some shit. Yeah, like, so it's it's fine. Um, and also like it, DJing doesn't really require much effort. It's it's something like kind of meditative to performing or DJing. Mm. Period. Like. Um, I don't really have to think about it too much. Yeah, because I listened to I listened to your your last interview, a little bit of it, uh, of your last interview. I don't know who I forgot who it was. Well, HD on uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, HD. yeah, and you were you you mentioned how you were like yo like I used to care about like what I did with my music and when oh, I was yeah. you know my my schedule behind putting it out and yeah. eventually you just got to this point where you're just like fuck it like yeah, fuck I'm it. just gonna put my music out and you fuck with it or you don't fuck with it 100% and I think honestly that's like the way to be yeah uh, I mean well cause yo I, I did the whole like pre-plan everything and it just made me take really long to drop shit and yeah. lose momentum I did the whole you know get the whole try to get industry people behind you and shit and then you know it works it doesn't work disappointment uh um now i'm like you know if it's out whatever catches on will catch on i'm, yeah. I'm in rooms literally like four like three to four days out of the week um with like 200 plus people and i play my music while i'm djing yeah all the time um and i'm just continuing to drop shit so i'm like you know i really it was like I was taking too long. I wanted to do it the right way, and then I was like, "Man, I don't want to be like in my 30s. Like, I'm I'm 27. I, don't, I was like, I don't want to be in my 30s, and like, me and my friends are the only ones that know my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And then like, at least I had like, there's no excuse now. So it's like it's out. You know, if you ain't heard it, you ain't heard it yet. And like, I could keep promoting it. Um, but I, you can't say that I didn't drop it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. that was the thing for Matt Long. Like, I did have friends that wanted to support, and they're like, 
when are you gonna drop this? I want to hear it. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not ready. And then eventually, I was just like, man, fuck, fuck it. that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, 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 like, yeah. Well, who am I playing? Because because it would be like I would sit on shit and then shit months would pass, a year pass. Now I have way better shit. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Now I don't even want to drop that shit because this this is way better. I should focus on this. And then mm. and then I'll get mad because I'm like. This song was really awesome, but now it's not relevant. It, it wouldn't make sense to drop. So I'm like, yeah. I should have just put it out when I liked it. That's what I'm saying. You listen to it so much that it starts to grow old on you, and you're like, fuck, man, fuck this shit. Yeah, you know, your yeah. taste changes and whatever. So now I'm like, man, let's get it out. Yeah. You don't like that song? I don't even like that song. Fuck it. I like this song, though. Bam. You mm. know what I'm saying? Let's have a whole catalog. Um, you can hear me get better, you know? And then uh, if you just are finding me out, you'll go back. Hopefully, check it out. Um, but yeah, like I, I also don't really know where life is going. Like yeah. my DJ career is is booming. Um, music opportunities are there and they're coming, and it's like I don't really let me not think about it. Let me just keep working, keep, keep my foot on the gas, and not like put the pressure on myself. Like mm. I have to do this or I have to do that. Um, you know, if there's somebody that comes through with like a good plan, that I'm also like, yeah, I'll fuck with that. I'm like I'll do that. But I'm like, you know, as for now, let's just get it. Let's just get it yeah. out there. Are you working with management or anything like that? Nah, man. I've been just doing, doing everything myself. I mean, like, I've been open to shit, but I'm also like, um, whenever I do start working with somebody, it's like, I'm I'm the kind of person, like, you got to, like, be on my shit yeah. a lot. And it's like, then I'd be thinking... I don't really need a manager at this state. I need like a fucking mom or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a fucking boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be like, Yo, I'm gonna pay you every week to just be my boss. Just and, tell like, me, man. Just shit on me when I'm like <laughs> late with my assignment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't really need you to do shit for me. Cause I could do it myself. I got all the connections, but like, just just like make sure I do that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure I go to the gym. Make sure I, I don't eat no bullshit. Make sure I don't get too drunk. You know what I'm saying? That's like more so that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know. You know, I'm I, like I said, I take it a day at a time. Just keep making work and keep it pushing. Yeah, man. Well, I want to. I want to add you in here. You want my cousin Anthony's in the building. Now. He's over here on the side of the camera. You got anything you want to ask? Uh, yeah, we'll just put you on my mic. No questions, but it's mostly kind of relevant to the stuff you were talking about earlier. Yeah, come in here, man. Come in here. Uh, specifically with like choosing what to play, when to play, how to play it. Um, I can't exactly remember the author uh, of the quote, but it was from the book Tribe of Mentors, and it's saying, um, you know, if you're trying to write to please other people, you know, it's never going to work, but mm -hmm. write f for a stadium of yourself. I, I'm 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I play for, when I DJ, I play for myself. When I make music, I play for myself. When I perform, I'm playing for myself. Um, I could I could give a fuck if if I mean I like okay it's a balance. Obviously I care, you know because if I see nobody's vibing with shit I'm gonna like adjust it. But even it's like it's like when um it's like when your parents would be like All right, I know you want to be I know you want to make music but you need a plan B, right? You should like try to have a completely different plan B. I'm like nah my my plan B C D E it, it's all supporting my plan a it's all in the same shit right so like when i dj even if i'm djing at a spot where um you know they want only this vibe or like this spot they want a happy hour vibe they want some chill shit or this spot they want turn up popular shit i'm like all right it's not like a, a plan b thing where i'm like okay i'm gonna play what you want it's like i'm gonna play what i like in the realm of the parameters that i'm given so like there there is uh, there's so much music we live in a time with limitless archives of sounds and old yeah. songs and new songs songs being dropped like every fucking second it's like you can find songs in a top 40 parameter that you like yeah. and that is still like your style and are still going to be mainstream you could play a happy hour set at like a chill hotel lounge with like cocktail hour and shit and like find cool sexy grown and sexy shit you can go to some like young party and play all the turn up turn up crazy crazy mosh pit shit and find shit that you like so i try to keep it like that and still keep it me you know because I, I know i don't know djs that like just 
they hate the shit they're playing. <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, nah, I like what I'm playing. And if I'm going to hate yeah. it, I'll just turn on the gig. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to hate your work, just go to corporate America. Exactly. And it's like, that's why I do this. Cause I don't, I want to do what I want to do. I don't really like people telling me what to do. Yeah. Are um, your, uh, are your, are your parents like seeing your progress and being like, yo, they don't, like, they don't know what it, what, what, uh, selling out this <laughs> place means or what. Yeah. This yeah, means. yeah they don't yeah. know, but they, they support. They they still low key wish I would do some other shit yeah <laughs> but they they support and they actually they give me they give me that love and I mean um, shit man as long as you're you know you're paying your bills and you're you're able to survive on your own like you know what can our parents say other than you know just be conscious and be parents you know and just yeah, for sure and just be worried but you, you know, know it's, it's, just, it's the same shit with music too for me though because I I know I focused on the DJ part for that answer but even with the music it's like I. I gotta like it. Anytime, anytime in my life that I've ever been like, I'm gonna make, yo, let me make a pop record. Let me make like a, let me make like a, a hit. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my studio process is I start like I, I'll listen to music. If I ha I don't really like people in the studio with me when I'm working, but if if there is somebody with me, I'm like, all right, cool. You're on this journey with me. Let's let's talk. Let's chop it up. Let's drink. Let's let's fucking shoot the shit for like a couple hours and then. Yeah mid combo i'm like all right i got it let's let's, let's do it yeah you know and i'll find and i'll literally that that's that's me writing a song i record that and then i'm like yo i like when i go that part i mean let's make let's what do i write for all right how does it feel and i'll write to that melody and now i got a song okay you know like big money man make it i literally listen that was one of the beats i didn't make and shout out fern soza he sent me the beat and uh i heard it i was like big money man uh, 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 uh. Turn up, turn up, uh. i was like why should i try What's to find something else that's that on the like, crash this is the crash ep or no that's tangerine that's off the tangerine oh, and tangerine project. yeah tangerine tangerine crash ep was an interesting process because it was all like um you know this was all sh mostly shit made through the pandemic um yeah. and uh like moon rocks is one of my favorite joints on that and uh that was inspired by like an upstate trip with some friends. We were doing moon rocks, <laughs> we're off to Mali, like happy, just like in a, in, there's like a giant waterfall and like field and dogs and like good food and it's all beautiful people and it's all like close friends and shit. And we're just like fucking vibing. I'm DJing in the fucking living room. Me and my girl like slow dancing. Everybody's just <laughs> focusing on their own shit and. uh and and I was just like playing with chords when I got home from that, and like it just felt like how I felt when I was just happy on Molly and with my friends yeah. up, upstate, you know, like in the water and shit. Speaking like, speaking on upstate, you know, before we get out of here, I, I want to talk about what was this? What was this club flex shit? Can't flex. Can't flex. <laughs> they did. They uh, what you guys do? Rent a house upstate nah, and like throw nah. a party. So, so my boy Jay flex. Um, his family owns this like it's like hundreds of acres of land and shit like upstate and uh yeah man he wanted to create an experience where he gave back to his friends who were like bringing him out to all these great nightlife experiences yeah um and he's like a really supportive homie like really just like he'll be on the list for everything he pays to get in and i'm like bro like just get in <laughs> uh but he's like you know super sore so he wanted to give us this experience so he he invested like a lot of him and his cousin invested like a lot of money um and like we basically you know we were gonna do it by the pool but we we had like a stage like professional projections like yeah. con concert level shit like you know lighting and all of that sound system he got like charter buses for like some close friends who wanted to come up and it was going to rain. So we, he actually had a barn. So we did, this was an accident and it was, it ended up being a really cool accident, but it was in this barn and, uh, yeah, we had, there happened to be a fog machine. It was like a $10,000 fog machine that the people who like were renting it, they just like accidentally brought it and they were like, fuck it. You guys can use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't have to pay for that. <laughs> we were like, Oh shit. We, we like we're selling drinks we're just it was just like you know for like friends and family type shit and then we're, there was like an immediate group of friends that we were like staying for the weekend because we were just been non-stop working so he was like yo let's like unwind let's go in the pool let's like be up like in, in some nature and like chill you know we, one night we'll invite the friend and it became this whole fucking thing yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh it, yeah it was it was it was beautiful it was i was in uh i was not on earth yeah it was, uh, <laughs> well, i don't think any any of us were <laughs> yeah yeah it was it's, yeah i saw i saw videos where i was like out work and i'm like looking at the shit i'm like damn this shit yeah. looks fire bro I, there was so many moments where i was like this isn't happening like this is crazy like yeah it was like bats and shit it was, it was fucking crazy like, <laughs> um yeah and i i don't know it, it was really it was really dope you know um we were happy whoever was able to like share that with us but definitely want to do it in a way that is is more open it's just that it was like his family home so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- kind of had to keep it um exclusive but we definitely after doing that we're all like yo we got we got to find a way to do this. do some woodstock shit you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, in a way that like everybody can be a part of this yeah, yeah, yeah open yeah. it up to people um because that was that was a really beautiful experience for sure yeah man i'm Hell all yeah. about the nature rave and it takes you back to the <laughs> diy days you know what i'm saying it's like yeah but even better man because i'm in like i'm in a fucking barn yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know i'm in a field like yeah. there's like horses and shit i was like this is nice this is not bushwick yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah hell yeah man you got anything else you want to yeah. add or um do you have any um like routines that you do before you start creating or DJing or performing or whatever or uh um well with the with the DJing it, it's I've done it so many times that it's kind of like I get into it I I don't really I don't I don't ever prepare sets but like I there's like mix I'm sure you know how it is like there's like certain things you know are going to be fire yeah, and yeah, if yeah. I'm not feeling it or I'm not inspired I'll, I'll do the shit that I kind of do all the time to like get into it before i i'm like all right cool i'm feeling it now like let me go hard um sometimes if the vibe is right i'm just like right every everyone like is a banger um but with, with making music from scratch um living is a big part of it so like you know i haven't been in the studio in like a couple of weeks because it's just been really like fast paced and i really haven't had any time um but i i, I don't like feel bad about it i'm I, like embrace it because um all of this shit is just energy that's gonna go into whatever i'm doing um you know i I try to let myself be as vulnerable as possible so that the music is as honest as it could be um and then yeah like i said like i'll i'll like if i'm by myself in the studio which usually is the case i'm like watching tv um and like trying to get inspiration like i'll watch movies and shit and like you know a score or like i'll mute the mute the the movie and i put some like crazy sci-fi shit or something and like change the lights in the studio and then just start finding different sounds and like try scoring the movie and then some inspiration from that will go into it and then i'm like yeah then i set up the mic and i'm mumbling again i'm like "Ah." (laughs) um and then like my computer starts crashing because i'm playing a movie while i'm trying to produce (laughs) and record (laughs) so i just turn it off and just ride the vibe um but yeah you know uh it's very like meditative like it's pretty easy once i tap into it um i have like this i just think ideas and creativity is like everybody can access it it's like it's like a tree with like limitless fruit you know what i'm saying you, we could all be picking from it and you just gotta like get in that zone um but also you can't like try too hard so i, I try not to try too hard i'm just like really take it easy yeah so if it's not happening just go for a walk or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. i'll be like yo my girl like she'll hit me up or a homie will hit me up i'm like yo i'm working i'm busy i'm busy and i've just been in the studio for like four hours bullshitting yeah just sitting and like <laughs> watching watching tv scrolling through twitter and i'm like yeah, i'm working and they're like oh shit and then like two hours later i got a banger <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they don't understand and i'm like you're not working you're just fucking chill i'm like i'm getting inspired i'm i'm, I'm just doing yeah it. you gotta like give me my time and shit to, like really, yeah to see really, how i like, feel yeah i mean if i'm working with somebody else it's usually pretty fast because if somebody's somebody would start doing melodies and like i'll know pretty fast like nah 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 oh let it rock don't put any drums i'm gonna sing all right now let's now let's make the drums now let's make a song i'm kind of like i'm kind of i mean i like how i work some people might find it annoying some some producers are like we got to make a complete beat and i'm like I, i'll just find some chords that sound really like minimal and whatever and then i'll build it up from there well, that's yeah. usually how i like to do it keep it pure 
sometimes I'll, I'll finish the song and I'm like, no drums at all, no bass. We don't need it. It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's honest. <laughs> you know, this will go in the in the project, or I'll leak it or some shit. You know, if they don't like it, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's a that's a perfect way to uh, end the episode, man. Yo, Nas. I really appreciate you coming through, bro. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, man, it's fun. Yo, I don't know what you're doing after this. Uh, we're going over to Roberta's. They got Static Selector and Tony Touch. I want pizza. And I want. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They got that. some of the best pizza. Let's do it. Uh, but down. yeah, no, we'll be over there. I'm taking him. Taking he's uh, he's from North Carolina, so hey, I'm trying to give Carolina. him a little. Uh, well, he's not from North Carolina. From, from upstate New York, where you, my you where our family's right from. <laughs> but he lives in North Carolina. Right, right, right. Uh, so I'm gonna take him out to some Brooklyn shit. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! I gotta yeah. I gotta download music, but I want to go before I do that. It goes till ten, <laughs> man. You know. I'm. I'll. I'll. I'll make a pit stop. And we, we <laughs> out, we out. Yo. Thank you for coming in, bro. Love. Peace, man. I appreciate it. Love. Hell yeah. Let's eat some pizza. Yes, sir. Get drunk. <laughs>